You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. The anonymous founder of the Komodo platform, JL777C, agreed to do an interview with me. In order to protect his anonymity, we held it via text on Discord. Enjoy. Hi, JL777C. Hi, Naomi. Let's start off with a basic question. What is Komodo? It's a decentralized project that has a unique approach to solving crypto's problems. Security, privacy, scalability are the main ones. Komodo doesn't aim to replace Bitcoin, but it uses Bitcoin's security, just as it uses the privacy tech from Zcash. We also have a decentralized exchange that I'm pretty sure is the most used atomic swap DEX. Uses Bitcoin security? Do you mean through delayed proof-of-work mechanism? Yes, the security from the delayed proof-of-work. It piggybacks onto Bitcoin and recycles all that electricity used. Many people complain about it, but the way I see it, Bitcoin will keep on hashing away no matter what people say. So if it's there, might as well use it. The incremental footprint Komodo creates over BTC is negligible electricity costs, but it gets to secure the entire ecosystem with it. It's an interesting feature. Would you mind giving a brief overview of how it works? Okay. Most blockchains rely on themselves, which is fine if you're using up more electricity than England or whatever country it's up to now, but most coins have nowhere near that amount of hash rate and are actually quite vulnerable. What delayed proof of work does is it writes Komodo block hashes to the BTC blockchain. Really, it's quite a simple idea, just really expensive as we have to pay Bitcoin transaction fees for the special transactions that do this. We can't have just anybody writing the Komodo hashes to the BTC chain. We as the Bitcoin community elect 64 notary nodes to be responsible to write the Komodo hashes to the BTC chain. This allows all nodes to verify which chain is the notarized chain and what new blocks are invalid as they are trying to rewrite what has already been notarized. Kind of like a write protect switch being added to the blockchain. Mechanically, does it slow down the confirmation time? Not at all. The notarizations are not at the block level. It's just an ordinary transaction as far as the blockchain sees it. Well, until it notices it's a notarization. Then it updates the latest notarized height. What all this does is create dynamic checkpoints with every notarization. So it seems the trade-off for this security is a small fee that other blockchains don't have to use and increased centralization. There are the BTC fees, but I'm not sure how it centralizes things, as the notarizations are not part of the block consensus directly. The notaries don't have power to create anything that's invalid. They have the power to withhold notarizations, but this is far from the powers that other systems like delayed proof of stake have. How are the 64 notaries elected? There is an annual stake-weighted election, and most notaries are known community members. What do you think the killer app of Komodo platform is going to be? It's most famous for the decentralized exchange, but are there other areas you see becoming more important? I think the ability to create runtime forks will help many create their own blockchain. And of course, the scaling solution that can create nation-state-level transactions. Komodo can now create a new blockchain at runtime, and it can be configured to have 0% to 100% proof-of-stake in a proof-of-work, proof-of-stake hybrid, and many other customizations. Can you explain more about this scaling solution? First, it needs to be noted that the Komodo parallel chains all have delayed proof-of-work built in, but instead of notarizing to BTC, they notarize to Komodo. 
What we did is then add a bit of data to the notarization data, which initially was just the hype and block hash. Now we also send back what we call MOM, for Merkle Root of Merkle Roots. This allows Komodo to construct a customized MOMOM for all chains in a cluster, and that data is sent back to the notarizing process, so it too is added. This all might seem a bit arcane, but what all these Merkle Roots allow for is any chain in the cluster to validate any transaction done by any other chain. And if you have a burn protocol transaction, you can combine it all into a system where an arbitrary number of chains in a cluster can all create a constant overall supply of coins with cryptographic proofs. So you can, and we have, set up 1024 chains and connect them into a single cluster, even as they are operating independently. Since these are otherwise independent chains, each one adds overall capacity linearly. We expect we can reach a million crypto transactions per second, with 4096 chains. So using what is basically Bitcoin Zcash codebase, with some clever MOMOM, we can create a scalable solution that uses time-proven crypto. Just so I'm understanding this correctly, Komodo piggybacks on BTC, and in the same way, you've created a system that creates new coins that can piggyback on Komodo? Yes, and believe it or not, it all runs from the same Komodo executable file. So if you went to slash Komodo dash AC underscore name equals sky dash AC underscore supply equals one zero 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 zero, it creates a new. Let's pause right here for my viewers. So that I know that I have this correct, the trick to creating a high volume of transactions per second is to use this fancy Merkle tree contraption to create a thousand auxiliary blockchains that are then linked back through this piggyback method, which uses a minimal amount of proof of work. Yes, that's pretty good. Excellent. Let's move on to you. We did this interview on Discord so that you can protect your anonymity. Why is anonymity important? The fact that privacy isn't assumed to be important anymore, well, that's one of the reasons why I've been working so hard. Privacy should be a right that people have, just because they want it. Many best-selling novelists don't use their real names. Why should someone that is successful have to disclose their personal details? That is dangerous in any world. Can I ask how long you've been involved in blockchain? I started the end of November 2013. Before that, I had no idea about blockchain, but I was a pretty good C programmer. What attracted you to the space in the first place? As soon as I realized what Bitcoin was, well, it was obvious that it was the next big thing, like the internet, but maybe even bigger since it was money itself. What do you think is the most important application of blockchain tech? Currencies, smart contracts, something else? Money is certainly a pretty big thing, but so is property and the assetization of it. Actually, there's a lot more property than money, but the velocity of money is a lot more than the velocity of property. And of course, all the potential smart contracts, but I don't think we know what the really big important ones will be yet. The internet globalized the world. It blurs the lines between nations. But most nations are still living in the past, where there are walls keeping their people in and foreigners out. All these barriers between nations are very inefficient. Crypto allows money to be used in a way that matches the internet. It also creates a lot more accountability. A freedom-enabling tool. Yes. Time is money, right? But if money is something controlled by the government, that means they control your time. That just seems wrong, doesn't it? 
It's your life. Why should some government official who has no idea about anything that you do dictate to you all of these rules that you must follow or else? Most people, if their parents did that to them, probably wouldn't listen. It seems people are trained to conform, from schools to company jobs, always arbitrary rules that must be followed or else, like the big elephant who's restrained by a small rope just due to conditioning. Government is trying to control crypto by controlling exchanges. And one of the most prominent features of Komodo is the decentralized exchange. Let's talk about that. Yes, being able to use your money for what you want to seems an important right, which people are losing via all the regulations on exchanges. A true decentralized exchange is needed for true freedom of exchange. Komodo is famous for having the most atomic swaps of any decentralized exchange. Can you explain what that is? Let's say you have a banana and I have an orange, and we want to trade. You give me the banana first, but what makes me give you the orange in exchange? So the first to send is always taking a risk. In fact, you could lose the banana for nothing. The atomic swap allows both of us to know that either the swap will happen, or we get our part back. It is actually a specific smart contract that most all coins are able to implement. The trick is simultaneity. How do you choose which coins to accept? My understanding is that each new coin has to be hand-coded separately. On GitHub, there's a repo I manage with almost 300 coins in it. Only thing needed is a JSON that describes each coin and a Binodex will support it. Since it's so easy to add, we basically accept all coins, with very few exceptions. Are there any major coins unable to be accepted? If it isn't Bitcoin Protocol or ERC20, then it would have to wait for our 2.0 release that will support coins that support 2 of 2 multi-sig. How do Komodo developers currently get paid? The notary nodes get about 1,500 Komodo per month, and several of the developers are also notary operators. Some are purely volunteers, or have a big stake, and work out of improving the value of their stake. Others are getting paid by bounties, or by time spent. And there are some team points from the ICO that are left that fund the salaries. There isn't really any single answer. It is truly a decentralised mix of everything. Long term, how do you plan to pay for the notarization fees? With the BTC funds we raised in the ICO, over 10 years of notarizations can be paid, maybe 30, which seems to be enough years. What happens when that runs out? My guess is that technology will change somewhat over the next 20 years. I'm not smart enough to know what the right answer will be in 20 years today. Assuming Komodo is notarizing thousands of chains, the BTC costs can be spread across all of them without much cost given to any chain. The way block caches work is that it doesn't matter how many transactions there are. How much do you estimate you're saving users by paying for notarization costs out of pocket? Notarizing to the BTC chain would cost 50 to 100 bitcoins per year. Without any incremental costs, we can extend that protection to thousands of other blockchains. This has been super interesting. Thank you so much for chatting with me today about Komodo. Thank you so much. This has been fun. For extra material and any links mentioned in this podcast, please visit naomibrockwell.com. If you'd like to watch the video version, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or DTube. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future.